everybody. Welcome to BAMFCAST Extra, episode 190. Wow. I know. Yeah. We're getting up there. <laughs> That's almost a link to two football fields <laughs> or something. <laughs> what? Sure. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. <laughs> Harlow brought you that terrible joke, but it's relevant to <laughs> our motion picture this week. Uh-huh. Uh, patrons of our show have voted and chosen that we should watch 1976's Two Minute Warning. Mm-hmm. Warning. This will a... pro- we will probably talk about it for more than two minutes. Yes, yeah. that is your warning. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um kind of a disaster movie it's sure as hell written like one Um, it's written like a bad one yes uh (laughs) i mean well i just mean this movie's real strange because it gives you the super strange well it gives you the ticking clock of like the the basic plot is like there is an anonymous crazy person that has a sniper rifle and he tested it out on some random bike biker a bicyclist not not a biker not a biker (laughs) just a bicyclist uh you know just killed random person in the street with his Mm -hmm. wife right there and she screams and it's like oh my god and then it's uh you know the non-denominational big game that's right it's full of right it's full of hungry guys (laughs) it's full of hungry guys and they're there to see the big game uh it's championship x yes um, and this crazy guy has figured out a place that he can go and it's like a bunker in, <laughs> in the stadium and he just camps out and the score above the scoreboard until the uh-huh. cops and the camera people are like, Hey, is that a guy with a rifle? And then it's just, I don't know, like get all the cops in the SWAT, but you know, we're not going to do anything. Uh, we're just going to wait and see if he does anything until the two minute warning. And then it's like at the two minute warning, it's all you guys SWAT. Because it's it's a big football game, so like you know, dignitaries and whatnot are supposed to be showing up. Like the president is going to go is going to the game until they're like, oh, there's a sniper, can't go there, sir. Um, <laughs> but like, there's a like two governors, I guess, from the two competing states yep. uh, football teams, which is Baltimore and uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then it's just yeah. it's just cops and random people dicking around uh, in the stadium and then it is so set up like a like a disaster movie in that we meet you know like the stars of the film then we, we meet get some a little random bit of their that, life that mean nothing to the plot of the film like there are no there are they people really introduced, don't like <laughs> like like one of the quarterbacks is this aging quarterback like this is probably going to be his last game and everyone's this like dude is 50 years old yeah <laughs> it's like i thought he was the coach right <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's and, sleeping with a lady and uh-huh. he's, he's like big game a team meeting at eight o'clock and i'm like yeah, you better go coach your team, coach. And she's like, hey, quarterback. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> this dude is 50. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, so like he's there and then it's just like he gets to the game and then means fuck all. Except for like he throws like one touchdown pass and then goes out of the game as far as I see. And, and he's never taught, talked of again. And it's like, right. why did we see him in the hotel room with a naked lady? Other than like, here's some side boob, um, and then it's just like side boob. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, well, that guy doesn't mean anything. Um, well, it's weird. There's all this connective tissue throughout this film that you think is going to be relevant towards the end, and none of it is. It's nope. so strange because like, before the game, 
he goes to church and gives a ticket to the the father, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, father, come to my game." And the guy's like, "Bless you, my son. Of course, I'll come see your football match." Right. And like they knew each other uh, or something. It's it's, yeah. it's you know like right. hey, I haven't seen you since college. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and so he ends up sitting next to Jack Klugman, who is like this local. At first, it seems like he's a big hotshot guy, but he's really just a degenerate gambler. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's which, living that like, lifestyle because like, he's got you know a super young lady at his side yeah. and he's flashing money and taking phone calls in the middle of a restaurant and shit. And then it's best basically thing like, he does, that, that it's the best like, thing he does in his first seed is like the mater D comes over. It's like, sir, you have a folk or, you know, Mr. Blah, blah, blah wants to see you. And he tips him and says, go buy a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at the cash and was like, well, thank you, sir. So it seems like Jack Klugman is like, oh, he's king shit of LA, mm-hmm. Mr. Gambler man. But no, he goes upstairs and the guy's like, hey, yeah, pay me you my owe money, me thirty Lebowski. grand now, yeah. or otherwise I'm going to throw you out this window. Right? Because uh, they, like, oh they, no. they dangle him out the window, and it's like next time, no one's going to hold your feet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah, that's pretty clear. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's happening, yeah. and then like, uh, but well, what happens is he he ends up sitting next to the preacher, right? And so you're like, okay, and then you start thinking like, wait, was that all a set? Because the the gambler guy knows about the the old quarterback's knees, and that's how he's basing his his bets on. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up sitting next to this preacher, and I'm like, is the preacher there to kill him if the game goes bad or something? But none of that matters. No. No. <laughs> uh, Charlton Heston is the star of this movie, by the way. Uh-huh. He's like the police captain or something, you know. He's the he's the local police lieutenant in sure. charge of all of this. Because um, at first he's just like, oh, I, you know, like we've got random busts happening because like there's a SWAT team going in and, and extracting a dude that means nothing. And then it's just no. like he's getting calls like the SWAT guy. we need 10 more people on traffic duty. He's like, God damn it. Like, I know it's a big game, but shit. And they're like, yeah, but the president's coming. He's like, oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, shit. OK, like need more guys until eventually they're like, hey, you need to get down here. Like, because there's also this weird. uh secondary thing where it's like you think it's another cop but i guess it's the guy that's in charge of the stadium oh martin balsam yeah Yeah. he's he's head of i guess head of security at the stadium sure but you think he's he's just he's frumpy he's dressed like a frumpy detective so you're like obviously this is another cop but no yeah so then it just kind of becomes like you know charlton heston for you know playing against type is like well we should just wait and not shoot first and it's like well okay this is weird and then you know the swat (laughs) team guy who's like you know that whole jurisdiction thing of like the SWAT team's a separate unit from the police and he can't really order him around, but he's like, he can't, he also has to wait for him to like hand over the case to him. And yeah. then he's like, look, you know, we're going to get your guys in place and, and wait for my signal or wait for him to do something. Um, but we're, they, they, they just assume that he's there to like assassinate the president or one of the, the VIP people. So they're like, we got to get them out secretly and then we'll mm-hmm. fuck everybody else. Um, well, that's what Charlton Heston thinks. The, the yeah. SWAT guy, John Cassavetes, is just like, everyone's a target, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Like, I, you know, why yeah. are we waiting? But there's also, like, other weird characters in it. So, like, there's, um, I, and you you may know these actors. I All I know is the guy is with Gina Rollins. Um, I don't know the dude's name, but, like. Oh, David Jansen from okay. The Fugitive. Okay. Yeah. So, like, he's just there, and, like, they've got a weird relationship thing happening where it's, like, he's very jealous of her being flirty, but also it's, like, yeah, that's not my wife. And it's, like. There's this whole weird thing where, like, eventually they're like, ah, fuck it, this fuck this game, and then like, you know, like they he proposes sort of, and they're like, well, we'll go to Vegas, 
days after the game and surprised like he's the first dude killed by the like sniper or whatever or, like their arc is the best because it's the most thought out arc that ends with just murder yeah yeah basically it's like this whole thing where it's just like ah oh, whatever do you actually want to get married fuck it fine we'll go get married so you can shut up and you know, that's all i ever wanted okay great you know like I, I, like no, I just—I mean, like it's so weird because like all I was thinking was like the Kentucky Fried movie. I think it is where they're doing the disaster movie thing, where it's uh-huh. like they're having this like soap opera melodrama thing happening while the building is burning behind them, and it's like they're just yeah. focused on this too. Like, yes, but you know, like you're gonna leave your wife, right? And it's like, oh yes, of course I will. I love you. <laughs> like, yeah. And this, while this building's yep. falling down, that's what they felt like. It's like, why the fuck do I care about anything they're saying or their little weird drama? And then, blam, he's dead. Um, also, Bo Bridges, a young Bo Bridges, is in this and with his family, and I don't really understand their arc either because, like, apparently he's lost his job, and then like, you know, one of his kids or like the you know souvenir guy is outside like trying to sell shit, to, and he's like, "Hey, I want some hats," and like the kid's like, "My dad lost his job, and he can't afford this," sh-. and he just backhands the, the kid, <laughs> and then it's yep. just like, "Sorry, kid, here, have a hat," and yeah. we're just we're spending the last of our savings to go to the big game. To this fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> buy every souvenir. It's mm-hmm. just, it's great. We're going to buy all the things. And then his wife None of shot. that means fuck all no. anything. <laughs> well, he has a pair of binoculars and spots the shooter and like goes out to the cops and is like, hey, I think I saw a shooter. And they're like, do tell. Anyway, we're going to abduct you now. He's like, I just want to get back to my family. And it, it he was right because his wife is one of the people who's randomly shot. And yeah, she gets shot in the shoulder. And then it, <laughs> and like, I know I'm skipping all around the plot of the movie because the whole second act is like got no plot. It's just people going like, I don't know. Thing here uh, except for the only thing that happens in the second act is like they're like hey they basically figure out where this guy is and Brock Peters is also in this and he's just like he's like the I don't know if like what's his face he's is, the flag caretaker <laughs> he's also like part of the security he's like head yeah. of something security in this but like he, they've got this area like all it, all it is is like it's locked off they go up there and raise the flags and then there's guard dogs that are supposed to take care of everything but you know like like any good guard dogs I have to do is like carry a steak in your pocket and throw it at them and get by them <laughs> any guard dogs yeah. one weakness <laughs> meat <laughs> so like you know like he's like oh the hell with you like you're not blaming this on me and like goes to like get the shooter on his own and gets like rifle butted off this ladder and then is basically like I don't know, presumed dead as far as I'm concerned for the rest of the movie because they never talk about his condition. It's just like... They act for a second like maybe he's okay, but like one of the dogs goes over to him and just... (laughs) is very nice to move his head so you can see the the, the yeah. fake blood on his head. He's just like, hey, dog, move his head over a little bit. The I kind of wonder if that was actually really a dog or just like one of those like, you know, dog yeah. paws on a stick and like the <laughs> a grip came over and just flipped his head over. So like, like hey, the, we look, need to see that. Look at these special effects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone's got a little tri- yeah. triumph hand just like, hey, <laughs> check out this yeah. blood. Um, there's, there's another group of characters. There's a, a, a guy and a girl who are on a date Mm-hmm. And they end up sitting next to this dude who's just a doctor, and he's just there, and so their whole thing stupid. is just like, "Hey, you're cute. I should maybe we should date. I don't really know this guy." And it's just a series of misadventures of them trying to talk to one another. Yeah, like the, and the, the one dude's is, like, like super into the game and not about her really. And so yeah. like every time he's watching the game, they're like talking around behind his butt and stuff. And it's just like it's so fucking weird. But that dude likes like the Christmas in Heaven guy from yeah. Money Python's Meaning of Life. I mean, it's just like 
there was a weird period in the seventies where it was like, that's what you think is attractive. Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this weird, Judd Her- this weird Judd Hirsch looking dude. <laughs> like, like, he okay. looks like he, he's a, he looks like a young boxer. Like he has yeah. been punched in the face over and over and over again. Well, it's just like, and there was a period where people were like, Elliot Gould. Ooh, my. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and it was like, there, there was a weird attraction to certain people at certain period of time. It's like, I don't care how old he is. Like whoever was like, Elliot, gold oh my like <laughs> all right <laughs> like that's a weird thing <laughs> whatever and, and it's so dumb too because they established this guy as a doctor and this guy does no doctoring during the five minutes of when there needs to be doctors <laughs> at the end of this yeah yes <laughs> it's just yeah. I, I, they, I don't remember they, if there's just, any other like random people. I think there are like one or two because there's also like this random pickpocket going around. There's, and, like, like it's just, there's like, a 90 year old pickpocket and his 12 year old friend who yeah. are a team pickpocketing, and their their plot is we will pickpocket for the entire movie until we get shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that old dude <laughs> gets shot. Story. And, like, and I was like, oh, who's this random? And then I was like, oh wait, that's the pickpocket. And then the cops are like checking him for identification and pull out like 12 vaults and like the hell. And yeah. like, that's like the entire plot like, uh? is like. Yeah, like, crime doesn't pay, I guess. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. But, like, yeah, so this... This guy There's does a... this like basically that like it like I said it's a bunch of like I don't know what what are we doing here what is what is this about why are we following these people you know is Bo Bridges going to crack the case you know like I don't know <laughs> and then you know this dude does wait to the two minute warning and then just starts randomly firing like like the, yeah the the SWAT guys were like closing in on him like they had this like they were getting closer and closer and closer and like down to like they had grappling hooks up on the thing where he was and and. And it was weird because, like, they brought in a chopper that clearly had a sniper on it. And it's like, why didn't you fucking start there? Like, yeah, like before you made all this ruckus, because, like, he shoots the two snipers <laughs> on either, like, light posts. I th- actually, I think that, that's his first victims before he starts. It is. Shooting yeah. Into he the starts crowd. picking off the, the yeah. SWAT guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's before before any of the people in the crowd get shot. Right. So, yeah. So, like, two- they're, they're just dangling from these lights and because everyone's looking straight ahead. <laughs> so he mur- probably br- murdered Brock Peters and then two SWAT snipers and then start shooting into the crowd. And like his first target is the fugitive dude. And it's just yeah. like that whole like melodrama just comes to an end because he's clearly dead. Like <laughs> super dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Bo Bridges wife only like takes him to the shoulder. She's probably going to survive, but it's like, you know, yeah. like everyone else is just like, Oh, they're clearly dead. Uh, Cause like yes. he was going after uh, what's his face. The, the stadium dude, uh, Martin Balsam, Martin, Martin Balsam. And like, I think that's when he hits the pickpocket guy or something. But yeah, yeah. But he just starts shoot, shooting in the crowd and they're like, fuck it, take him, take him. And like, he gets lit up several times by like a, a backup sniper, like a spotter, basically, that like, grabs the rifle yeah. and still shoots him. And then like, the well, he dude, gets I'm pretty sure he gets shot before he ever takes a shot into the crowd. Possibly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, he they take a shot at him and hit him, but yeah. not enough to stop him because he's just like well fuck this i'm gonna start shooting into the crowd yeah but then it just becomes you know pure panic like i mean once people realize people are getting shot like because they they didn't they didn't catch the snipers getting hit because of the noise and everything and they were like out on the outer side plus there's a whole like weird uh, like there's just some random dude who's climbed up into one of the light towers and like it's cool man i'm allowed to be up here cool it's cool and then like so there's this whole weird thing where like the SWAT captain has to like change his clothes and like go after him and stuff. And it's, it's weird. Also, by the he way, takes... the, the, uh, there's a appearance by Andy Sedaris in this too, like uh, playing himself yes. basically. Cause like he was a 
wide world of sports like director and stuff back in the day so like yeah i'm pretty sure because like there's howard cosell and stuff you know on screen so i'm pretty sure sure they brought in just the regular ass monday night football crew and just said hey do your thing and at one point andy sedaris gets to direct charlton heston by telling him to get the hell out of the way Mm -hmm. and charlton heston (laughs) basically tells him to go to hell pretty much yeah (laughs) yeah so So, yeah yeah. that's fun um but yeah like this guy just shoots into the crowd everybody goes nuts and starts trampling each other like way more people get hurt from that than got shot or anything um and then you know they basically just corner this dude in a in basically the tower thing and then just like shoot up and kill him basically and i love that charlton heston just runs up there and the swat guy's like what the hell are you doing here and he's just like i don't know thought i should come up here i mean he does get the the kill shot on this dude basically but (laughs) yeah sure um but but it's so weird like they they end the sniper mm mm-hmm like they Charlton Heston lights him up. Oh and yeah, and then he's just like, "Tell me who you're after, who you're working yeah. with," and he's just like, "I, I don't hurt me." Yeah, yeah. At <laughs> first, says, I thought, "Don't hurt me." I thought he was like, "Who the target was," and I thought he said, "Me." Like it was like I was trying to do this elaborate suicide by cop thing, but I think he was just saying, "Don't hurt me," and then he just yeah. dies, and then it's, so yeah. it's like this whole movie is like, "Okay, it's got no answers, just random crazy dude." <laughs> it's I guess. just they they pull out his wallet, and it's just like. Oh, he's nobody. He's a transient. And I'm like, what in his wallet said that he's a transient? Like, do you get a hobo license? No, like, you just how have does a name work? and no address. And they're like, they just oh. fill in the rest. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe it's like, you know, it's a driver's license slash home address because it is car. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> lives in car. Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> but like the whole movie, like they, they do not show you this dude. Like you, no. you do not see his face. It's also weird much of the first it, act. It's like also first person for a lot of it. And then until it switches to being third person and you're like, is this a different guy? Cause like yeah. they, they track him going through quote unquote security into the stadium. Cause he's got this elaborate like trench coat with his broken down gun and all these like, you know, hide a yeah. pocket things. And it's like, it switches out of first person and it's like they they had gone so far with the first person thing up to a point that I was like, is this showing that it's a second guy or like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just it's, first, a, it's a weird and it's kind of a mess. And apparently the first person a, stuff is kind of neat, though. I There's a lot of like there's some first person driving in this mm-hmm. where you can see the dude's hands on the wheel. The camera is where this dude's head should be. Like, I don't quite know how they film this. Probably just put it on his shoulder and we're like close enough, you know. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's some really, you know, like now I would totally be like, oh, they just put a thing on his head. It's no big deal. But right. like in the seventies, I'm like, did they strap a 90 pound, you know, Panavision camera to this dude? Or I mean, they had some, they had some head experimental or... like micro camera things. They sure. just, they, you probably would have gotten a serious quality shift in the movie. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing that makes it confusing because it doesn't right. look like it suddenly went to eight millimeter film or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the weird thing about this movie is that. So it's all okay. It's billed for the first half until the guys in the TV truck see the sniper. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's on. And then they all just kind of like hang out. And it's yeah. just like, hey, there's there's a guy up there with a gun. What should we do? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the, the, there are several cases where like the snipers are hanging out, like got a headshot. And it's just like, oh, he ducked down again. And it's like, so they yeah. never had the green light of like, you know, if you see him, take him, you know, like, I right. mean, yeah. It, it, but it's, but it's like the the, the dudes in the TV truck are, are like get the camera off of him, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, dudes in the TV truck would keep the camera on that dude. They would be like, man, we're gonna switch to this if shit goes down because that's what TV dudes do. Right. But it's just like they go get the Martin Balsam guy and bring him in, and they're like, check this out. Look, he's got a gun, and and he's just like, huh. Yeah. Maybe I'll call my pal Chuck Heston and see what he <laughs> has to say. And it's like, the fuck, like. 
now go get him <laughs> well i mean if you want to have a more nefarious thing he was just like he was supporting the guy's second amendment rights <laughs> just being up in the clock tower <laughs> he's like no no he has a right to be up there <laughs> well we that's kind of how you know. it felt for a while it was just like well he hasn't done any and it's not until he throws brock peters off the ladder mm-hmm. to they're like he's committed a crime now now we can act on it it's <laughs> like like no he had definitely committed a crime before <laughs> yeah like, just get him on fucking trespassing. I don't know. He's yeah. not supposed to be there with a gun. Like, what is this shit? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... Man, it's a strange thing. Um, I'll I'll say this. I, I was entertained by... I was entertained by the... Just the whole... Just, just the stuff that was happening. I was just like, this is interesting. I don't think it's good. And it's certainly disappointing in that basically the sniper wins because he does everything he set out to do. I don't know if he set out to die at the end, but other than that, he basically empties his clip into everybody. And then the, the mass chaos that ensues afterwards probably killed a hundred more people, if not more. Right. Uh, Cause there are just body bags galore when they go outside. It's, it's like the shot in gone with the wind where they're just panning by all these body bags. Oh, I mean the, uh, the, the chaos stuff is like one of those, like, <laughs> there's a there's a weird thing that happens in movies where it's like either the action directing was really good or it's really bad because it looks like lots of people are just getting hurt because like there are huge crowd shots of like lots of yes. people and like you know people just being thrown by as someone is running full speed and they step in front of them and just get body checked and it's like yeah, it, the, it looks like yeah, a lot of people get hurt including like you can clearly see it some of like the named people like in yes. some of the shots and it's like is this controlled really, or, or at all, or is this actually yeah. just like really dangerous? There's a really good shot where they've taken Bo Bridges into custody, and then the word comes over the radio that shots have been fired or something, and Bo Bridges is like, fuck this, I'm going back to get my family. Mm-hmm. And he's running down like an empty corridor, and then it's like a zombie movie. Just a million people have poured out of the and are running towards him, and he just gets enveloped by all of these people and right. goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's... There's a lot of stunting going on, but I don't know if it's extras or if it's actual stunt people because it there's not a lot of it it it, it all looks very dangerous. Like it right. was very it was making me very uncomfortable oh, yeah. watching people just crashing into each other. That's what, and, that's what I mean with movies of this era. You can't tell. You can't be like, wow, yeah. that's some really good stunt coordination. Or Jesus, how did like how many people got hurt on making this movie? You know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because yeah. uh, like they stormed the field. I mean, there's you know. 10,000 people running across this football field. Oh, the random lady that was hitting on the weird looking doctor dude is like dangling off like the second or third concourse like level of the stadium for a while until he like he does. He does save her. He fights against the crowd and then like just picks her up and then does this weird like human body shield thing with her because like she's like, I did. I now can't walk. (laughs) Dangling made my legs not work. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but Jack Klugman gets straight up murdered. Yes, oh, like right. basically, like he, he basically they <laughs> they scored a winning touchdown that was going to make him win and win the bet and get to live, and then like sniper dude <laughs> shoots him, and then the priest is just like, oh well, I will stay with you while you die, Klugman. Click click click. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. So they they kill the pickpocket dude. Um, uh, let's see who else was there. Um, I don't know. I, that's basically like if you saw a named, if you saw, if you were experiencing someone's journey throughout this film, th- they got wrecked in some way, shape or form. Except for the and quarterback. 
like yes. I, like I said, I have no idea why he was even focused on at all. <laughs> yeah, no. the The quarterback apparently is okay. The preacher guy is apparently okay. Uh, Bo Bridges and his wife will probably be fine. Their kids, their awful kids, will be fine. <laughs> uh, Gina Rollins is now free to flirt with anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martin Balsam at the end of this movie just sits down and starts crying, which mm-hmm. I think is a hell of an ending to this movie. It's just not a fun ending. It's just like we failed. Like this, the the end of this movie is well, that went bad. <laughs> Uh-huh. We didn't do shit. <laughs> That's really all it is. They don't stop him from doing anything. That's the thing, is that they do not stop him at all. The The sniper wins. This is just basically, it, you know, and I was thinking back, like, yeah, the earthquake won. The earthquake got, they didn't stop the earthquake. The towering inferno, the building burned down. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, but you usually still have, like, a main star and maybe female star that are going to survive it or whatever. You know, like, there's yeah. usually something where you're uh, more directly connected than this movie. Like, this is a weird, like, I don't really yeah. give a shit about. Like, I mean, in in some ways, I was kind of rooting for the sniper from time to time because, <laughs> well, I only mean because, like, 70s dudes are kind of fucking awful. Like, I mean, oh, sure, like, yeah. I was watching this shit and I was like, well, kind of fuck Bo Bridges. Fuck the guy that's with Gina Rollins. Like, fuck the dude who's on the date. Like, I guess Dr. Guy seems okay, even though he's like, you know, Dr. Weird looking dude. Uh, I don't know. It's just... It's it's just it's it's strange because I was just like fuck these chauvinistic assholes like you know like I'm uh-huh. just, like now I'm just like ugh like this is gross and you know like sure. not to say I'm really rooting for the sniper I'm just saying like I mean some of these people are always like you're is are you setting this up where I'm like they're gonna get killed and I'm not gonna feel so bad about it because but then I was like no this is just the fucking seventies and like <laughs> this was considered okay I guess like you know like yeah. that's the thing is like yeah the one dude gets shot but he's kind of like the least. Other than, like, he's weird and aloof and clingy to Gina Rollins, it's like, I, I, did he really do anything wrong other than he's just gruff? I don't know. No, he's yeah. just gruff. He's, yeah. yeah it, this is basically a, a snuff film with backstory. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Because, I mean, it's basically just, like, anyone that you see an extended story for throughout this film, forget it. <laughs> oh, it's just like American Ninja Warrior. Like, the longer they do before the person runs the course, the the faster they will fall off the course. Like, right. here's this thing where his, his mom died, his kid only has uh, one eye, and, you know, like, <laughs> like all of this stuff. And it's like, oh, he will slip on the first obstacle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange, strange thing that I enjoyed. I'm going to give it two jocks. I well, well, hold on before. Well, I also need to know, you said there is an alternate version of this that like, you also yeah, watched. Okay. We should, we should, we should talk about that after we read it. Cause okay. it's an okay. entirely different thing. All right. Um, so I, I, I found it entertaining, even though the sniper wins and no one fucking does anything. And all the people that you meet along the way get killed. It's, it's very strange, but I found it very watchable. I, I, I it was, I was in the mood for this kind of seventies thing of just like, yeah, man, the seventies. And also this is one of those movies where fucking everybody is somebody that you've seen before. It is a constant, per- like the SWAT team in particular is just like, Oh yeah, you. And Oh, uh-huh. That guy. And you're fucking Larry Minetti. <laughs> you're the Magnum PI guy. Just, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I thought, you know, this was up there for me with like roller coaster. It was just like, this is a, this is a crazy dumb thing. Universal was cranking out crazy dumb things for a while there in the mid to late 70s and 
Yeah, it's weird. I enjoyed I, it. I, this one I did not care for. Like, I, I just, I didn't connect with, like, really anything or anyone. Like, I mean, I... Yeah, like, it's strange because, like, in a weird way, I, I still, like... This is going to sound crazy to you, I know, but, like, I like City on Fire better. Because, like, at least, like... <laughs> I have to say, like, at least, like, the characters had some character. This is so, like, just passing by them. Like, I mean, it's... It's got less like connective tissue than like dazed and confused, except like you know like at the end like the, there's a sniper on the moon tower and it's not going to be all right, all right, all right. You know, it's like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's this is like passing by and it's like, uh, but even dazed and confused like spend some more time with a couple of key people where it's like, all right, let's. I'm inter- I'm not. I was not interested in anybody's story of this movie like at all. Like I was like, oh no, neither was I. No, and and the thing is, is like then it's just kind of like a wet fart because it's like, well, all right. Well, so what was the point of that? Like, you just wasted my time. Like, if you're just going to shoot indiscriminately into the crowd, <laughs> you know, shouldn't my basic human instincts of protecting my fellow man be enough to make me care that there are random bystanders getting shot? Not this, like, in some cases made me like them less. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. yeah, it's a weird thing to me. And so I, I think I have to give it like a single bag. Like, it didn't really offend me or anything. I'm just like, nah, like, there's no point to this like why there's there's just better things you could be watching there's other like groovy 70s things that aren't just like eh. like go watch van nuys or something like yeah like i'm just saying like go watch things like that if you want like fun slice of life 70s shit like this is just weird this is weird and depressing and what's the point you know like when it's all said (laughs) and done like yeah, you're you're not wrong. Because I mean, um, you know, like I, I'm just I'm also in a weird headspace where I'm like I I can't really root for the cops, even though it's like, yes, do your job and stop the crazy person from shooting random people, but also like they didn't like so, <laughs> like at all, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. No one no one does anything. <laughs> um, I I do want to give a shout out to Charlton Heston's terribly fitting suit throughout this film. He is wearing just the worst suit I've ever seen a human being wear. Hmm. Um. I don't wear suits because I look terrible in them. I look better in a suit than Charlton Heston does in the suit in this movie. It is fucking trash. Hmm. It's just kept making me laugh. He's wearing a tie that's entirely too short and never on straight. And half the collar is always out. And the jacket looks like it's, it's, I don't know if he was going for rumple cop, maybe, but just, (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, so anyway, let's talk about an interesting, uh, side note about this film. Okay. So, when the rights were purchased to air this on television, there's no definitive reason out there for this, but I think I can figure it out just from putting together dates and times and stuff like that. Um, so when this was purchased for television, they ended up cutting out 45 minutes from the film, mostly all of the sniper stuff. And okay. what they added in was this art heist subplot that basically said... The sniper was at the stadium to cause a distraction so that next door at the art gallery, these thieves could steal a bunch of paintings and get away because the cops would be dealing with the sniper at the football game. Okay. So it's, uh, it's the Die Hard with a Vengeance plot, sort of. <laughs> sort of, yes. You, They immediately, they have cast someone to play the sniper. So, like, immediately you meet the sniper He's just, uh, he's a dude who was in Nam with one of the art thieves and they've hired him to cause the distraction. So he's this weird, like jittery drunk guy who they've, they've, okay. So they cut out 45 minutes of the original movie and then they filmed 
45 new minutes and put that in its place. Okay. So there's literally an entirely different movie laid over this movie. All right. And it's 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 fucking trash. It's so bad. It's it's like watching a drift com- or or a blaze compared to City on Fire. It's like I see the I see the scenes from this movie that you're using, but you've just made an entirely different movie out of it. Does it even uh, like does it match the look at all or is it like Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was just it wondering does. if it was like the you know, if we're talking weird like 70s shit like the weird two versions of Caligula where it's like, oh, clearly this is on video and the other is like a filmed thing. <laughs> no, it, I mean, so like the TV print is obviously four by three and it sure. all looks bad. So that part of it works. It looks like they got Charlton Heston to come back and film two scenes where he is talking about an art heist. Okay. Uh, so that was weird. I don't know when that happened or why that happened, but he he is in two scenes talking is getting like phone calls about hey the art museum needs more cops and he's like I can't spare more cops to the art museum there's a fucking football game going on <laughs> and then there's a scene at the end where he's like the sniper has started shooting I bet this is an art heist <laughs> so they also do a thing where the sniper doesn't end up shooting any of the characters who were in the film two, two minute warning. So all the people that we meet along the way, they, they get they no even, ending. They have even less reason of being there in the other version. They are just in the film and their, their moments come right up until the moment where they got shot and then they disappear. <laughs> so basically the movie is about all this dumb art heist bullshit and a bunch of stars watching a football game. And then what happens is the sniper starts shooting at the lights at the stadium that aren't on, mm-hmm. but he's shooting at them to cause a distraction. He accidentally hits one of the sni- one of the SWAT guys. Uh, didn't know the SWAT guy was there. Just accidentally hit that guy. That guy dies. That's basically the only person the sniper kills. Everything else, they just show like him shooting empty seats in a stadium somewhere else two years later. <laughs> okay. And people panicking. That, that's what causes the panic is the shots. Like no one gets shot. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense. The only reason I could figure it happened was because, like, between the time this movie came out and between the time it came on television was the whole Son of Sam thing, where it was just, someone's just shooting people, we don't know why. And it just seemed like, from what I read, the network was like, we are very concerned about having a movie where there's no rhyme or reason as to why the person is shooting people. Which doesn't make sense. Why the why the network wouldn't just be like, hey, rip from the headlines. This is awesome. This is, hey, did you see that Son of Sam thing? <laughs> Here's a movie that's just like that. Um, right. And uh, yeah. And also, I, I wanted to point out, like, that's not necessarily my problem with this movie. Like, I mean, uh, a, a random act of violence or whatever is not necessarily like a bad thing plot wise to me. But it's it, it doesn't make any sense because you've you've padded the plot with these nonsensical doesn't mean anything side characters that may or may mm-hmm. not be victims later you know <laughs> like, yeah and and their yeah. and their adventures don't really serve to like connect you with them at all it's right. just like oh well isn't isn't well, that isn't that ironic what happens to jack Clegg? <laughs> a lot of style ironic, yes but yes 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's 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 speculation by others. It's like, oh, maybe he was here to kill the president, but because the president never showed up, he just got pissed off and started just shooting indiscriminately. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he was here to kill a governor or something. But it's all speculation. This movie right. offers no anything, and then the TV version comes along and just makes it stupid. <laughs> sure. Yes. It, it is. It, it is. Uh, it is. Like I can't imagine having what like I. Uh, as a kid, like a lot of the movies I saw for the first time were on television, like stuff like Jaws and Jaws 2 and stuff like that. I, you know, I wasn't old enough to go to the theater and see them. So like that was the big summer thing. I remember is like a few years after Jaws and Jaws 2 came out, they came on like ABC and stuff like that. Right. That's where I saw them. Oh, yeah. If those it used movies... to be a big deal about like what network got the rights to broadcast. Yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Like, I mean, broadcasting Star Wars and Wizard of Oz and stuff was a big, big thing. Back it was then. a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. And it had this been the way I'd seen this film, like never knowing that this was not the actual movie, I would have been, my mind would have been blown if I had just like watched this Blu-ray and be like, wait, what the hell? Like, <laughs> like the, the SWAT guy, um, th- that whole scene in the beginning where they're like, they do like a SWAT mission. That's not in the movie. None of the scenes with his family are in the movie. That dude doesn't show up until there's like 30 minutes left. He just pops. He's the co-star of John Cassavetes. He's second build in this movie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up in the TV version until there's like 20 minutes left in it. <laughs> uh, it, hmm, it's, he does still murder Brock Peters and shoot John Cassavetes. <laughs> the, those two things still happen, but like Jack Klugman getting shot or the, the wife getting shot in the shoulder. Nope. None of that. Hmm. <laughs> All David right. Jansen doesn't die. the The pickpocket the pickpocket is removed from the film entirely. <laughs> so weird. So such a yeah. weird thing. It's it it's baffling. It's an extra on the Blu-ray. It's uh, I it's it mm. it's it's the weirdest TV edit I've ever seen. Yeah, one hundred percent the weirdest TV. I've never seen a TV edit that completely changes the entire film. And still advertises itself as that film. So yeah. it, it's fascinating and weird. And and I, I would really like to know the definitive reason why, because it just doesn't seem like the networks would be like, hey, no, we can't show that. I would, the networks would be like, fuck, yeah, put that on the air. <laughs> we got a movie that's like, hey, you remember that Son of Sam thing? We'll check this shit out. <laughs> Especially in the 70s, man. They didn't give a shit about like, oh, no, we should be sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a weird ass thing. Uh, it the TV cuts on YouTube if you want to check it out. Also, if you don't have the Blu-ray, um, but it's a real bad time, and I don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a movie. Yeah. I, I got it, no, I got it, nothing else because I did not okay. even know there was the other version when I yeah when I see bonus on like a shout factory video or blu-ray i'm usually like well i don't really need to see the trailer i just saw the movie that's usually all there is <laughs> i didn't think to click on that and see that there was yeah. a whole other version of the movie yep um so yeah thanks uh thanks for being here thanks for for donating and voting uh those of you who do not do so at this time you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and start your mission with us uh by giving us some money and we will give you lots of podcasts in return uh, this won't mean anything to you if you are not a patron, but uh, this week we opened the poll to everyone. Yeah, that's everyone... probably something we should put on the regular podcast feed, <laughs> not the one that's locked behind a paywall right now for people that can vote. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone in the world can vote this week. Um, So be sure to get your votes in for this week's uh, Bamfcast extra movie. Uh, And we'll watch it. Whatever you pick. We We put all those movies on the list. So whatever it is that you pick, we have to watch it. That's them's the rules. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week with that movie, whatever it ends up being. So until that time comes, I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow, and this is Bamcast Extra. Out.